Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman. And today, Dr. Bly and his assistants are reveling in the success of their plot against Lois Lane. When one of his confidence gang, a girl named Dixie Lamar, shot and killed a federal agent, Dr. Bly, the cunning leader of the gang, abducted Lois Lane, who was almost a perfect double for Dixie. Late that night, dressed in Dixie's clothes and in a half-drugged condition, Lois was arrested in a low cafe on the waterfront and identified as the murderess. In her apartment, the police found the murder weapon and a key to a safe deposit box registered in the name of Dixie Lamar and containing $60,000 in cash. All the evidence pointed to Lois. For days, her friends on the Daily Planet, aided by the famous Batman and Robin, turned heaven and earth to find some clue to save the girl reporter, but in vain. Now, as we continue, it is the day on which Lois Lane goes on trial for her life. Dr. Bly, his jitterbug assistant, Happy, and Dixie Lamar are waiting in a shabby tenement apartment. Listen. You know, Doc, I was just thinking. Happy! Turn that pump. Are you kidding, Doc? That cow basic beat that out. He's beating my ear, drums off. Now stop it. Oh, that counts as solid sender, Doc, and that's what I need now to soothe me knife, see? I'm jumping. He's jumping. I'm the one in the middle, and he's jumping. For the last time, Happy, turn off that yowling phonograph. Okay, okay. That's better. Now, what were you saying, Dixie? I wasn't saying. I was thinking. What if they don't send Lois Lane to the chair? Don't worry, they will. I wish I could be so sure. Great, me too. If they smell wise, she's the wrong dilly. They'll ride the beam to Dixie here, and then where will I be? And you too, Doc. I tell you, there's nothing to worry about. They can't possibly prove Miss Lane isn't Dixie. You hope. I know. Yeah? Supposing something happens to upset the wagon. How many times must I tell you nothing can happen? Look, Doc, supposing the law brings in somebody who knows it was you posing as Mr. Hemingway, the press agent, and tells how you got Miss Lane to play landing into the tunnel. Ah, how about that, Doc? Nobody knows about that except you two. And Happy's brother-in-law, Joe Hanson. Suppose the cops bring Joe in and sweat him, and he goes yelling and spills the works. That's impossible. Why is it? Because Joe is quite harmless at the moment. What do you mean, quite harmless? Yeah, give up, Doc. Fortunately, I arranged to have Joe watched. When I learned he'd made an appointment with Batman and Clark Kent, well, I managed to see Joe before they did. You rubbed him out, huh? If you wish to be that vulgar, yes. Phew. Boy, now I feel better. Gee, I gotta hand it to you, Doc. You think of everything. Yeah, man, a Doc's a real big-time operator. Oh, thank you. So you see, Miss Lane hasn't a chance. She can't explain away the evidence we planted in her apartment. She can't produce Mr. Hemingway, whom she says framed her. <laughs> because there isn't any Mr. Hemingway. And she can't produce the only other person who knows the truth because that person, Joe Hanson, is dead. And she looks so much like me. Three of the witnesses who saw me shoot that federal cop swore she'd done it. Whee! It's in the bag! Happy, turn on that jive again and I'll cut a caper with you. Boy, I gotta celebrate. Okay, Doc. We'll show you some solid rhythm rocking. All right, all right. But don't lay one dance. That jitterbug dancing is as bad as that so-called music. Sure, just one caper, Doc. Hot Dig that jive! Come on, Dixie, let's cut her up. Yeah, man. Let's get in that old groove. <laughs> Gleefully, the three conspirators make merry over the plight of Lois Lane, 
who at this moment in the criminal court is on trial for her life. Deathly pale, Lois is seated at a table with her lawyer, listening to witness after witness brand her as the girl who shot the federal agent in the lobby of the Burton Arms Hotel. In the first row of the tense, crowded courtroom, a few feet behind Lois, sit Perry White, Clark Kent, and Jimmy Olsen. The seventh witness, the girl in charge of the cigar counter at the hotel, has just taken the oath and is stepping into the witness box. Kent, if this witness says Lois did it, I, I don't know what I'll do. Well, just don't lose your temper, Chief. The judge has already warned you. courtroom hears witness after witness give testimony damaging to Lois Lane. Testimony which draws her closer and closer into the shadow of the electric chair. We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode. But first, here again is our good friend. You know, our American Air Forces did some mighty brave and wonderful things during the war. And you'll want to remember those stories about our fighting men. 
Each one of those dramatic insignia represents an Air Force squadron you've read and heard a lot about. These buttons are so classy looking, too, you're mighty proud to wear them on your shirt or your jacket or cap. Take the insignia of the Marine Bombing Squadron 433, for instance. That's a fierce-looking dragon riding a bomb, aiming a machine gun and a torpedo at the target below. That dragon's mighty ferocious, and he's really spitting fire. Makes a mighty brilliant insignia and a mighty colorful button. Now, gang, here's a tip. I won't be telling you about these exciting insignia and warplane buttons much longer, so you'd better get busy on your collection right away. Make sure you have all 22 buttons in the second series. Just ask Mom to stock up on that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside every package, there's a brilliant insignia or warplane button to add to your collection. It's your prize from P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. On trial for her life, Lois Lane has heard the state present a score of witnesses to prove that she led a double life, that behind the front of a respectable newspaper reporter, she is really Dixie Lamar, member of a notorious confidence ring who shot and killed a federal agent. Now the crowded courtroom leans forward. Lois has come to the stand to testify in her own behalf. The prosecuting attorney turns on her like a wild beast. May I ask who framed you, Miss Lamar? Pardon me, Miss Lane. Listen to that nasty. Quiet, Chief. A man named Mr. Hemingway, who said he was a press agent for the Playland Amusement Park. That's right, it must have been him. Quiet, Jim. And who is this Mr. Hemingway, and where is he, Miss Lane? I told you who he is. You said he was the press agent of Playland. But we have produced witnesses who have testified that Mr. Larry Spencer is the press agent at Playland. Mr. Hemingway said that he was the press agent, and he got me to come there so that he could abduct me. I don't know where he and is And neither now. does anyone else know, Miss Lane. Nobody ever heard of Mr. Hemingway. I did. Young man. Young man, if you can't keep quiet, leave the courtroom. Well, he said... That'll do, Jim. I That'll suggest, do. Miss Lane, that this so-called Mr. Hemingway is a henchman of yours. That's not true. I suggest that you meant to make a getaway on the night you went to Playland, and that you deliberately arranged an alibi for yourself. That is... That you brought Jim Olson and Dick Grayson with you, permitting them to see your henchman Hemingway, so that they could swear, as they did, that you were abducted by a skeleton in the River of Horrors. Oh, that's true. A skeleton did grab her. But unfortunately for you, Miss Lane, you were caught before you could disappear with the $60,000 in your safe deposit box. That isn't true. I wasn't trying to get away. I went to Playland because Mr. Hemingway said that I'd been chosen as the leading reporter in Metropolis, and they wanted me to be the guest of honor that night. So that's it. What, Mr. King? But if such was the case, Miss Lane, how does it happen that you did not even mention this great honor to anyone? I wanted to surprise my friends, particularly Clark Kent, when he read about it the next morning. Great, Scott. You Come see, with me, Chief. You too, Jim. Where are you going, Kent? Outside. Well, Come on. But right. Miss Lane is on the stand. Never mind that, Jim. This is important. Very important. It may mean Lois's life. Puzzled, Perry White and Jimmy Olsen follow Clark Kent from the courtroom as Lois tells her story to a sneering prosecutor and a clearly unbelieving jury. What has Kent thought of while Lois's life hangs in the balance? Don't miss tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. Tune in same time, same station for... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. 
Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the makers of that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC publications. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.